You're listening to BiblioAsia Plus, a podcast produced by the National Library of Singapore. At BiblioAsia, we tell stories about Singapore's past, some unfamiliar, others forgotten, all fascinating. My name is Jimmy Yap, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of BiblioAsia, a magazine produced by the National Library of Singapore. In this episode of BiblioAsia Plus, we're going to talk about Singapore's first resort island. It's not Sentosa though. Instead, we're going to talk about Sarong Island, a tiny island just off the northern coast of Pulau Belakang Mati, the old name for Sentosa. In the late 1960s, Sarong Island was marketed as a peaceful escape from the noisy city. However, while the owner of the island tried her best, there were problems she couldn't overcome, and after a year, she threw in the towel. Today, librarian Lim Tin Singh is here to tell us all about Sarong Island, which is also commonly referred to as Pulau Selugu or Selugu Island. Tin Singh did extensive research and wrote about what he found in a recent issue of BiblioAsia. While digging through the archives, he actually made an interesting discovery. While the newspapers in the 60s kept referring to Sarong Island as Selugu Island, turns out they were wrong. Sarong Island and Selugu Island were two completely different islands. Before we start, I'd like to tell people how this story came about. It all started when my wife won a free trip on a yacht complete with dinner in a radio contest. Imagine the scene. It's dusk, and I'm on a romantic cruise with my wife. I am, of course, staring at my phone. In my defense, it was dark, and I was using the map on my phone to find out exactly where we were. And the map said we were sailing past Selugu Island, an island I had never heard of. And that's how this whole thing started. Hi, Tinsing. Welcome to BiblioAsia Plus. Tell us all about Sarong Island slash Selugu Island. Oh, I didn't know that's how you pick. How, how yeah, yeah, that's, that's what happened. Because I thought it was a, oh, Sentosa, 50 years, you know. Let's it, talk about this island. But yeah, yeah. That's, it, a, that's a better way of identifying <laughs> a research topic. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. on a romantic dinner yeah, cruise. But I, I don't recommend using your phone when you're on a romantic dinner cruise with your Ah, uh, Yes, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, well, when I received an email, I, I straight away did, did some quick research. Then I found out something. Okay, I found that, oh, Sarong Island was formerly named Seligu Island. Yeah. Yeah. And I started, and I jumped in and started my research. You know, I do a search like what we always do. You know, we're trying to find out what is this Seligu Island and everything. Then slowly, you know, when I did this research, I kind of... Uh, a lot of questions start popping out because I start to ask questions like uh, what does this word mean, Seligu, and things like that. I look uh, through a Malay dictionary, John Crawford's one as well. Yeah, it's uh, actually, I couldn't really pinpoint. I, if you want me to speculate, I, when I look at John Crawford's uh, dictionary, Malay dictionary, he says Seligu, 
is something like capital stock. That means uh, like capital a warehouse stock, uh, oh, stock see, and things like okay. that. So I say, oh, in Paris is a place where they store things, yep. you know, or maybe ships go, go past and they drop stuff there. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So this is how I started the research. Mm. And I pretty sure that I would say that, yeah, Sudigo Island, maybe it was Sarong Island. Right. And then people use it to 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 put stuff on right. it. But actually what's what's interesting is that in, in your research, what you found was that, you know, Plau Salugu is not the same as Sarong Island. Yes. Right? It's because not. In 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 which is, you know, if you read the newspaper articles in the 1960s, they always referred to Pulau Salugu, uh, Sarong Island as Pulau Salugu. Yeah, that's the thing. You know? So I did my research and I say, okay, it's pretty, pretty easy. I have the background info. Sarong Island was Salugu Island. Everyone talks. Everyone, that's how everyone says it. Yeah, yeah, right. Newspapers say it. Memories when I came across in Singapore Memory Project and things like that, oral history. I say, oh, the former name of uh, Sarong Island was Pulau Sudigu. Yeah. Until I came about, I, until I saw this uh, map, this 1966 topographic map of Singapore. Right. Okay, it shows the southern part of Singapore. It shows Sentosa. Of course, back then it was no uh, uh, Black Amati. And then, and then it shows the Jardin Steps, which is today's uh, front, mm. And in between this water channel, right, this Keppel Harbour water channel, then you see an island, very nice island. It says very clearly, it states that Pulau Seligu. Right. I thought I'm safe. I said, okay, that's it. I found something, you know, an image, you know, uh, 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 to, to support my argument. Right. Nice one as well, colourful map. Until... I spot another thing, another island down there. Okay, before I go into that island, I need to clarify three things first, three points. Huh? You must know that Sang Island had this uh, bungalow called the White House. Now, this bungalow has been there since, uh, oh, wait, it's no longer around today, but it was there uh, before the war. You must know that when Sarong Island was opened up as the first tourist island of Singapore in 1967, the White House was already there. This bungalow was built by Frank Blackwood and uh, he was the senior superintendent of surveys in the Straits Settlements. So, in other words, there was a property there. There was a property there and it's, it's the White House. Okay? Then, from there, now we go, we go back to the map, the 1966 map, and it's stated there that this island, which is not Pulau Seligu, just south of Pulau Seligu, and has a property, has a, a has house, a bungalow named the White House. Right. That, that's it. No, it's something that you found. Right. That question your research right. they question everything that's so that's very interesting so all this while you you had no idea you thought they were the same and then suddenly you found this map and then this map said Flossilugu is in one place and the white house is on a different island in different island that's so that's when you thought okay something is not or quite something's right. wrong so tell us a little bit you know, uh, you we'll, we'll get, go we'll come back to you know the the question of what Sarong Island and, and Pulau Selugu are. 
But tell us a little bit about Sarong Island. What was Sarong Island? Okay, it's the... Well, counting... Okay, so, okay, first of all, you must know that this island, okay, uh, was considered as Singapore's first tourist island. Okay, it is a, some sort of a branding, okay, and that is... Uh, that came out uh, by Krishna Lee. Krishna Lee was the former wife, the first... Uh, the, the, form, the, the former wife of... Uh, of Look one to, alright. So she bought the island in the late 1950s, okay, and she lived in there for quite some time, and until 1966, where she did, where she opened it up and established a restaurant there and make it into a tourist island. So that's why she branded it as like a tourist yeah, island. the first tourist island. The Singapore's first tourist island. Singapore's first tourist island. Right? So it's not Sentosa, it's, it's not actually Sentosa. a tiny island tiny off, island. Sento off yes. Sentosa. On the island, you, you, you can, you know, uh, from what I found, that you can do quite a number of things, okay? You have, you have, a, you have a restaurant, okay? And the restaurant was located in the White House, okay? It's called the White House because according to what I read, you know, the White House, the house was supposed to be modeled after the real White House oh, in really? Washington, D.C. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, that's, hence, they call it the White House. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so before she opened it up, she actually lived in the White House. Right. Okay. Then, when she opened up, it became a restaurant, it became too noisy for her to live there. So, she actually built another house and then a different part of the island. Okay, anyway, in this White House, that's where you can do a lot of things. You can uh, go there for a drink, for, for, for food. It's famous for its curry, according to what I read and what I found out. And you can, uh, and the, and, and, and you can watch performances. So who was going to um, Sarong Island? You know, who, who, who were the kinds of people who were going to Sarong Island? Yeah, that's another question, right? So, uh, so, I, so, so I was thinking, okay, so, so who, who are the people, right? We have live bands there, you know, live bands and stuff like that. So we have people. And when I went through some of the oral history interviews about people who performed there before, and they say that it's mostly the rich, oh, yeah, the more well-off. So Sarong Island was this marketed itself as a, a tourist like destination mm -hmm. uh, aimed at rich people and they had like a presumably an expensive restaurant and bar and there's live music and all that but it didn't last very long yes it didn't last very how, long how long did it last i mean about um, less than a year it oh opened, less than a year yeah, it, it opened in september 1967 and by august 1968 it, it was gone Okay, so it was a very short-lived... Yeah, very short-lived uh, uh, attraction. Okay. <laughs> a very short-lived attraction. <laughs> why, did it, why did it only last a year? I would believe that it has nothing to do with the, with the business model because I find it's very way ahead of its time. You know, the idea of, even for you, you know, you jump on a cruise ship, wait, a ship, and then you have a romantic dinner with your wife. Yeah, yeah this idea of you know, getting away from the hustle and bustle of daily life. Exactly. You know, yeah, go yeah, to yeah. somewhere quiet. Mm. Have a good time. Have a nice drink. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, it's something that uh, we we take it for granted today. Mm. So for for Christina Lee to came up with, with this idea is way ahead of time. Mm. Okay, because back then Singapore was very very different. Okay, first thing is the standard of living. 
Okay, people were not as affluent as today. Yeah. Okay, I went to take a look. GDP per capita back then, 19, late 1960s, about 700 US dollars. Oh. Today is like, what, 70,000 70, US dollars. Oh, that's like 100 that's, times. That's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. So, uh, so I would say that back then, you know, people, it's a, it's, it's a very stereotyping, uh, typical way of saying, but people were uh, working real hard, you know, trying to earn money. But they were not try, very rich. Huh? They were not very rich. So they don't have the time to go to a place like that and take out their whatever they have earned and enjoy just mm. for that moment. They would rather mm. spend it on their family, you know, buy and bring food to the table and things like that. Mm. That's one factor. Another factor is the location of the island. It is an unnamed island. Imagine unnamed island. Okay, before it was named Sauron Island, located off the coast of southern Singapore, off Jardin Steps, off Harbour Front. Sentosa was not linked to mainland Singapore. No bridges, no uh, train, no nothing. Okay? But, but that sounds brilliant, right? If I want to escape from the hustle and bustle of the city, that's exactly why I want to go yeah. to a small island, you know, very quiet. Why, why, why is that a bad idea? Yeah, I mean, they, they can jump on, hop on a sampan. That's how they actually, how the guests actually went there. They hop on the sampan. Right, right. And the sampan will bring them down. But what if it rains? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that was the, actually the problem that okay. was stated. And because once it rains, that's what Christina Lee said in her oral history interview is that once it rains, things change because no one will turn up. Right. Because I would believe that no one wants to be on the sampan, on the choppy yeah, sea, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'll try to get to another part of Singapore just right, to have right. a nice drink, you know. Yes. Yeah, yes, they can yes. go to Raffles Hotel, things like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's and, true. you know, they talk about what they are wearing and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, would, I wouldn't say that Christina, did not, Christina Lee did not do anything, okay? She tried to, uh, s tried to make things uh, a bit better for the, for the guests by saying that, you know, umbrellas will be, will be provided. Now you have a, such a, you, you will still have a good time, although it's raining. You know, you try to spice things up a bit, right. make a different experience. Unfortunately, right. uh, it did not work. Right, yeah. right, right. Now we go back, you know, so uh, she, she closes it, uh, the, the island in 1968, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What happens to Sarong Island after she quits? So after she closed it down in 1968, uh, she went on to do uh, uh, her, her, her perfume business, right? And in 1971, it was acquired by the government. Oh, the government acquired it in 1971, so soon, huh? Yeah. And so they acquired it because... Because of Sentosa. Ah. They want to develop Sentosa into a tourist island. Right. So they have to acquire all these lands around it and and they decided to take over the northern or all these small islands lying off the coast of northern Sentosa. Right. Uh, and reclaim it. Right. Because uh, you know, you want to make it a really nice uh, tourist island, you have to make uh, the shoreline nice, right? Right. Over so so you, you, you reclaim the, yeah. the, the northern coastline of yes, Sentosa, yes, yes. of what is now Sentosa. Yes. And from this uh, reclamation uh, project, uh, that's where I found another piece of evidence to say that uh, Sangra Island is not, was not uh, Sadigu Island. Right. Because, okay, in Singapore, or any parts, many part, any part of the world, you know, every piece of land, every land parcel will have its own unique identity. Yeah. Okay. A lot identifying number, number or something. Yes. Yeah. A barcode. Okay. You want right. to say, layman's term. No two pieces of land parcel will have the same 
lot number. Right. So, okay, so fine. You know, I, I, I found that map, okay, 1966 map that says that this Anin Island is holding, it has this uh, White House on it. So I decided to push a bit further, okay, by looking at the acquisition notification in the Government Gazette in 1971. So any, every time the government makes any land acquisition, it has to be announced in the Government Gazette. And in the notice, in the announcement, uh, the lot number and the Mookie number will be given. Okay. The Mookie number is more like the district, right. the administrative uh, number of the, of, the, of the zone. Right. Okay? So, and then I found it, and then I used that number, which says that, okay, this number, this uh, lot number, they are acquiring from Christina Lee, and then I used this number and compare it with another map and use it on another map, which actually shows all the different lot numbers and booking number of the area. Then oh. from there, I can safely uh, guarantee you that these two, Seligo Island and this Sound Island, has different lot numbers. Right. So that that's like incontrovertible evidence. That in some is way. the clearest uh, one I can find. I, I have to be I have to be honest with you. When you first wrote to me and told me that Pulau Selugu and Charong Island were not the same, I was very puzzled. Right, and and actually, it's, it's quite a, a a significant discovery because in the nineteen sixties, whenever they talked about Sarong Island, they always referred to it as Pulau Seluku. Yeah. Right. So actually, you you want to be very very sure mm-hmm. that you did not make a mistake because all the sources of that time actually uh, 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 refer to Pulau uh, Sarong Island as the old Pulau Seluku. Yes, 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 and that is the that's the beauty of doing research. What were your main sources for when you did when you did this research? Yeah, you know, what did you look at? Well, if I if I stick to just newspaper, mm. I think the article would be very different. Right. I would just say that Sound Islands was formerly known as Seligu Island, okay. and that's it. I'll be in trouble, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in well. trouble. Maybe twenty years down the road, somewhere we're going to dig out the map. You know? Right. So okay, so that's so so we have the newspaper SG, which allows us to right. to access the newspaper archive. But as you say, you can't rely on that alone yes. because they obviously, you know, they make mistakes. Yes. So, so what 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 are, what so else? What, you what others? At? Right. Yeah. So. Uh, well, as a, also a history major, that's mm. when you are actually taught to do so is look at different types of sources, right? Different formats. Okay, we look at maps, look at uh, articles, look at books. Uh, we look at photographs. Right. We look at the uh, oral history interviews. We just look at everything that we can dig out. So in in this case. You had newspapers, so newspaper SG. You looked at maps. Where do you get the maps from? The National Archives. They National have Archives. a lot of digi- uh, digitized maps. Okay. And then you also looked at the Government Gazette, you said? Yes, yeah, the Government Gazette. Where, does, where can we find the Government Gazette? We can oh. find it in the level 11 of uh, National Library. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you, you actually, so you actually went to the physical... Oh, yes. You have to. You know, you <laughs> have to do that. No. So you, you can't just sit on uh, you sit on your bum and, and, and do... Yeah, that would research. be great. You know, one day if they digitize the whole entire collection... That okay. would be the best. You know? okay, okay. I would say thank you very much, but unfortunately, no. that's not the case. So you yeah. actually had to go down to level eleven and, and look up the the government uh, gazette of that. But call me weird because I like to do this type of stuff. No, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> you know, were you worried when you found that these two were not the same, but everybody else yeah, thought it worried. was? Yeah, very worried because you are actually uh, questioning con- uh, conventional tr- truth. 
yes, know, conventional, co- conventional wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. So I'm saying, oh my God, if I if I don't support my discovery, I'll be in trouble. You know. Yeah. Everyone will because Ryan and ask me. Yeah, yeah, How did yeah. I get it? Hence, that's why I decided to look at all this monkey number and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. government gets Because it. I, as you say, conventional wisdom holds that these two were both the same thing. So if you want to overturn conventional wisdom, you actually have to provide, you know, quite quite a lot of evidence to say. So if, if someone questions you, you say, no, actually, you know, the newspapers got it wrong. These are two different things. And here are the mukim, uh, the, the lot numbers that demonstrate that these are two different things. And here are, here's the map that shows that White House is on one island and Pulau Sulugu is a different island. Yeah, and in fact, there's one more one more source that I look at oh, and okay. there's the aerial photographs ah, right, right. Uh, in 1949, uh, taken by the Royal uh, British Air Force in 1949 right, right, and they flew over the area and took a picture. Mm. And the picture it clearly showed there are two islands. Right. Okay, you have Pulau Sulugu, right. packed with uh, thick forest. Right. And then you have another island, Right. Yeah, which is uh, based on the map, which I which I mentioned, that would be the unnamed island, which right. would then become Sauron Island. And on there, you can see this little property there. This little square. A little square, the White yeah, House. And the, and the, I will believe that that's the White House. Ah, yeah. right, right, right. So, Pulau I believe, becomes what? What did they use it for? Uh, Sauron Island is Hard Rock Hotel. Uh, so, Hard Rock yeah. Hotel now sits Pulau on Pulau Seligu is where the Pulau Seligu cable car tower stands. It, oh, it's called the Pulau Selugu Cable Car Tower? Yes, yes. Oh, it is? Uh? Yes, it is. Oh, it's... Okay, I just called it the Cable Car Tower. I didn't realise it was called the Pulau Selugu Cable yeah, Car Tower. It, it's a... Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. In fact, in the 1960s, after the acquire, you know, 19, 1970s, there's already a mentioning of... The, they already... Uh, based on all the stuff that I read, there's... The differentiation between these two islands was stated very clearly. Mm. Yeah, the government actually stated that this is Saro Island, and that is Pulau Seligu. Right. Yeah. So, how do you think uh, they, you know, this got conflated? I mean, how, how, how do you think, you know, why did the newspapers get it wrong? Yeah, the, that's another question, right? Yeah, so I was thinking that, yeah, it could be because it was unnamed, Saro right. Island. And the reason is because of its location. It's very near the, 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 the northern coast of Sentosa, to the point that during low tide, the sea will recite, okay? Yeah. Then there will be a piece of swamp land and things oh, like that. Right, right, right. So I would believe that it could be a tidal island. Right. Yeah. What's a tidal island? Tidal island is like, uh, okay, it's not really an island. When during high tide, it is an island. But to low tide, then it becomes part of the mainland. Ah, yeah. part of the bigger so island. perhaps from there, this is my speculation, right? right? Perhaps from there, and then there's this island called Pulau Seligu. So perhaps from there, there's this uh, confusion. This confusion. How do I name this island? You know, there's, there's this. I know there's this island, and then you know, it just happened that nearby there's a Pulau Seligu, and then it kind of get get mixed up. I, I have to say, you know, I really enjoyed reading your piece on on oh, Sarong so Island. Yeah. I was so surprised to learn that Pulau Seligu and Sarong Island were two different things. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I thought that it was a really great. Uh, a piece of research to be able to establish that these two were actually separate plots of land. Uh, as a result, you know, we, we now can state for the record that you know, they, they made a mistake in the 60s. The newspapers of the 60s made a mistake and that conventional wisdom was wrong and these were not, not the same thing. For, you're, you're working on something else for Bibliotation. What, what are you working on now? Okay, so if, if, if I can get it completed, it will be on the, 
a house. I wouldn't tell you what house. Okay. And the architecture story behind this house. Okay. Yeah. All right. I okay. wouldn't tell you which one. Yeah. You have to look up. Okay. Okay. And I also understand that you're doing something on. Uh, you're hoping to write something on Canberra House, though. This is a separate, or is it a separate thing? Oh, this is a separate one. So, so, so I'll be writing two houses next year. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> hopefully, Can, uh, Canberra House. I, I, I believe is going to be turned into a library of some sort. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna add a, a library to Canberra House. So I think it'll be interesting to to read about the history of Canberra House. Yes. Uh, which is somewhere I think in in in, in Sembawang or something. Yes, it's it's, uh, it, it's now called the Old Admiralty House. Ah, it's the Old yeah. Admiralty House. Yeah, it was the it was the residence of if I'm not mistaken the residence of the admirals during the British uh, colonial period. Okay, so I, I I I'm looking forward to reading it. I hope you make yet another discovery. Okay, so uh, Tim Seng, uh before we go, um, just want you to reply very quickly one one word answers if you can one okay coolest person in singapore history Fani Ahmad. very good answer which historical figure would you like to have dinner with Fani Ahmad. okay clearly a big football fan <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> um most underrated or intriguing period in singapore's history great depression great depression oh you why do you, why do you say that because i always wonder what happened here what book are you reading now? What's on your nightstand now? Edward Rutherford, China. Oh, I've not heard of it. What is that about? Okay, he's uh all right. So you must know who Edward Rutherford is. Okay, he's, I'm embarrassed uh, to say no. Yeah, he's a historical uh uh fiction writer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he covers what he do is he pick setting of a city, and then uh and then he talk about his changes, and he put families in it. Ah. Over like five, six hundred years. Sometimes okay. it can go even uh, uh, further. Um, two more questions. Uh, one word answer. History is repetitive. Biblio Asia is the best magazine in the world. Okay, <laughs> it's very kind of you. I'm not sure if it's necessarily true. I uh, just want to thank you, uh, Tin Singh, for 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 uh, joining us today and, and sharing, you know, your research journey and sharing this for people who want to to read about Sarong Island and get much more detail about uh, what what Tin Singh has been talking about. You know, just pick up a copy of Biblio Asia from the from the library or go to the website at biblioasia.nlb.gov.sg or use Google and search for Sarong Island and Biblio Asia and you'll you'll find the the story. Uh, it's really fascinating. It's got some great pictures of of uh, Christina Lee. Uh, she was also a photographer, right? She was no, she sofa. is. She is uh, very talented lady. Very talented lady. You know, she is right? amazing. She's uh, was so good that uh, that it was published in the Net Joe magazines. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so and then everyone just you know you look through the newspaper articles on her photographs, mm. you can see that everyone was just praising and praising. Right. Because right. yeah. So. I, I think, uh, well, I, I'm really glad that Bibliotech had a chance to uh, uh, publish your article and publish all the, all the photos about um, Sarong Island and, and, and about Christina Lee. Uh, just want to thank you once again, Tinsing, for joining us. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, we look forward to reading about your unnamed house. Of course. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and about Canberra House uh, in, in issues to come. Thank you very much, Tinsing. Yeah, you're welcome. 
if you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the podcast in the Bibliation newsletter. Thank you for joining me on Bibliation Plus.